1: Hello, and welcome to Smart Money Simplified with Brent Mikosh. Brent, good to be with you again. Welcome to the new year. I We're well into it at this point already, but uh, happy new year all over again to you. <laughs> happy new Year to you bill and I'm, I'm feeling some of your pain
2: you know i'm normally having this conversation with you i'm in arizona yeah you're stuck in the northeast so you can sort of joke with me in the summertime in the wintertime i can joke with you but i'm actually in nashville tennessee right now as i record this human beings were not meant to live in this kind of weather bill i'm telling you it's, it's <laughs> like icy and snowy out like half the airport's not running i'm sitting here in my uh hotel right now but i, I come to nashville often we've got we got a lot of Good friends and people we want to see. Yeah, I love here. Nashville. I've, I've never been in Nashville where it's this frigid and icy and cold out. So uh, <laughs> I, okay, you know, have I, my empathy because
1: I have there. been to Nashville quite a few times and roamed the bars quite a few times yes. and never been cold. So <laughs> it's,
2: it's 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 absolutely frigid out. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm feeling your pain because I know in New Jersey, you guys you got a winter storm coming in today, I think as well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We already have a couple of inches on the ground. We're looking for four to six more in the next day or so. So I'm sorry for you. Deal with the balmy (laughs) winter in Nashville, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. Well, I'm excited about today. You know, one of the things, and it's been reflected by some of the guests that we've had in our discussions, you know, I turned 50 in June of last year. And so healthcare for me has become a bigger issue because I want to be, I got two young kids. I want to be around, not, not just around, but I want to be, around and vibrant and energetically around for my kids as they, you know, as they're getting older and I'm getting older a little bit. And when you turn 50, you know, your, your eyes turn to some of these issues with, with with a little greater detail. And I have a fantastic guest on today. I've got Lisa Brooking. And one of the things that really that I appreciate about her in the brief conversation we had prior to coming on, but also looking at her bio is if you're going to be preaching the, the disciplines of healthcare, it, it can kind of help if you've done some things in that in that world yourself and and Lisa's background, she's she's got a background in actual medical care, critical care nurse, but also like really a tremendous athlete as well, which which I think molds well into this conversation we have. She was on Team Canada. She's in the world championships for the 10K, the Pan American Games back in 2016, 2017, 2018. More recently, a couple of years ago, won the Miami half marathon. So, I mean, th- this is a woman that, that is, is she's practicing what she preaches. She's in fantastic shape. And I guess as an intro to this, we're going to talk today about functional medicine and we're going to talk about the organization she is the CEO of. And this is an important one to me because I think that and I've always said this. If, if I get run over by a truck, I want a Western doctor and traditional healthcare to put me back together. I think that, that Western medicine is fantastic at triage. I think they don't do the best job in capturing disease as it's occurring or before it really makes an impact on the body, like really looking at what those foundational causes of, of, of disease and poor health are in, in this country. And technology, which I think we're going to talk a lot about today, has now given us the opportunity to catch some of these issues at a, really a cellular level and pull a lot of other data into what your body is actually doing before some of these diseases do pop up and become an issue. So with that, Lisa, um, that's, that's kind of a roundabout way to introduce you, but... What would you like to tell us about your journey to get to to being a CEO now of uh, Health Code Medical up in Vancouver, Canada?
3: Well, hi, Brent. Thank you for having me. Um, What a wonderful intro. And you just encapsulated all that we do here and uh, all that we hope that patients want is people want these types of options. So, yes, um, I am a critical care nurse. I've had a progressive career. And what that means is, I've um, had great opportunities to expand my lens beyond the bedside to different levels of management, within practice and quality standards. I'm really ensuring that patients are getting the care that they need. We're achieving those deliverables, and ultimately, they don't need to come back to the hospital. And so, um, through different uh, gaining more education, opened up more doors, and i I've, I've had a great career thus far. And so I've overseen acute care, so that's a traditional hospital setting, a cancer care hospital, and then primary care, and now here. So I very much feel I have lots of tools in my toolbox. I've certainly learned right from um, the bedside, and then also I role model the way forward with my athletic endeavors. So what we were realizing in the system is, why are people coming back? We gave them that bypass surgery, and now they're back for sense in the bypass surgery. We never fix that underlying plumbing, and then when I oversaw a cancer hospital, I was wondering why are so many people coming in at stage three, stage four cancer and metastasized? Why are we trying to detect it early with these remarkable advancements in lab testing and imaging? Surely we can do a better job. And so with that curiosity, and each experience kept adding on this deeper curiosity. Um, certainly has led me to HealthCode Medical, and I'm, I'm very proud um, to lead this company and, and, and have an impact on people.
2: Well, and we want to talk more about, for sure, about what you guys are doing, but I'm on your website right now. I've got it on the, on the screen next to me. It's HealthCode.ca you've got, I really want to talk about what is functional medicine because it's a term I think that's new in the whole conversation, you know, at least around medicine around the country. There is a really fantastic, simple visual that I think in some cases is overused, but I think is perfectly used on your website. When you're asking this question, what is functional medicine? You've got basically the picture of the iceberg where you've got this little tiny piece on top and this giant mass of ice that's occurring below the surface. And I think you know more and more, that's how the human body's operating. So, can you mm-hmm. talk about how functional medicine really what it is to someone say that has no idea of what that term means? And also what's happened? What is it, what is it trying to detect? And what is Health code Medical trying to detect so that we don't we never see the tip of that iceberg because mm-hmm. it, the, the lower part's not there?
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. So our current healthcare system is sick care. You interact with the system when you're sick. You need something, whether it's pink eye or you've hurt your knee and fallen. So it's sick care. So, if we just think about our healthcare system as sick care, but what is healthcare? Well, healthcare is to keep you healthy. And so functional medicine gets to that root cause. How do we keep you healthy? You know, you developed cardiac disease and diabetes over time. Well, why? Why did you create this? Where's the imbalance in the body that's created this need for insulin, for lowering cholesterol pills, for blood pressure? So, let's really get to that root cause. And just like the visual on the website, We're deep diving. So we're looking at the lower part of that iceberg below the water. We all have, you know, with genes, but then we have our epigenetics. So is that gene turned on or off? And so it's much like having a loaded gun, right? So you don't want it to go off. And so you don't want that gene expressed. And so what is causing that gene to be expressed? Is it because of your diet? Is it the lack of exercise if you smoke? Or is it the environment you live in? maybe you live in an area with a lot of mold or the types of products you're using on your skin is in fact toxic and you didn't realize it. And so there's so many factors in our environment that does impact our health. And with functional medicine, we take a holistic approach to this. So is it a few things causing this versus just one? And so functional medicine gets to the root cause with the advancements in testing, we're able to get to that cellular level as well as test for and monitor what's going on to dial in your
2: health. You mentioned something I think it's really fascinating there, this idea that obviously we've got different traits that are encoded in our DNA that are genetically imprinted into us, but that does not necessarily mean that these things are going to occur in real time. I mean, can you talk a little bit more about, uh, and I've, I've been reading about this, that you might have tendencies that you may have towards some, some disease, some kind, of, some kind of healthcare outcome that you don't want, but that, that gene's got to turn on. And mm-hmm. so things environmentally, whether it's what you're eating, amount of exercise that you're getting, you know, like to, to your point, maybe where you're living in the world, are you, are you in the chemical mm-hmm. belt, Louisiana, or are you out in the middle of the woods somewhere where you're breathing clean air, that can trigger these things. Can you talk a little bit more about what we're learning in terms of how these genes, some of these negative genetic issues are expressed or are that expression mm suppressed?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, the earlier we know about our bodies, the more that we can make informed decision-making. And so we think of children, we wouldn't want to be doing something to our children that we knew was going to cause them something down the road. And so yes, understanding your genetic makeup, understanding where you know you can live your best life, our health is an asset. And so we want to take a good care of our assets. So how do we do that? Well, we need to understand everybody because it's not one size fits all for everyone. You may carry the gene for Alzheimer's and your parents may have had Alzheimer's disease. But now with these advancements, we can detect if you have it and how much it's expressed, so we can quantify that. And so, what measures can we do for you, and then measure to see if it's working? So, could just be testing to see if it's working, but also a blood test to determine how much the gene's being expressed. So, chances are, if you're turning that gene off, you're going to keep doing those those daily um, activities to make sure it doesn't it doesn't um, express itself. So, it's it's very much creating a sustainable plan. So. This is your body. You're saying you're at 50. You're starting to think about your health. Okay, well, it's no different than your finances, your short and long-term goals. How we invest your money, how you invest your money is going to be different than how somebody else invests their money. So health is an asset class. It is your your most valued asset. It's very hard to get your health back. So you are the fountain of youth. Let's let's keep that going. Let's build on that momentum. And if you knew there were small things you could do each day to keep that found the abuse going while addressing underlying issues. Individuals think, oh, there's no big deal. They just take four or five pills a day, and it's fine. But all those pills are hard on the system. They all have side effects and all those side effects. And so our philosophy is you come to Health Code Medical. We're doing a deep dive in a preventative screening manner. We're looking at you in terms of what you may have underlying. So you may come to us with diabetes or heart disease or a tendency to, um, uh, you know, a weight issue. Okay, so then how can we address that and ultimately get you off those pills, get you living your best life and get you dialed in? We were all born like an F1 car. So how did the wheels fall off along the way? And so people need to take really good care of our bodies if you only get one body. If you knew you were only getting one car, you're take care of it. So applying these principles, not depending on your family, doctor, or the system. You take care of yourself. You can live life on your terms. That's true for you.
2: Well, and I think, and no, certainly no disrespect to any medical professionals who are going to be listening to this, because several of them are my friends, and I've been grateful for some of the medical mm-hmm. interventions that have occurred in my family over the last several years. But I do think that many of us, you see that white coat, and almost you're, you're willing to take whatever that doctor, physician, or PA, nurse whatever they tell you as gospel. And from my perspective, you know, I want to know what the background data is, which I think is really what you're doing. I mean, case in point, about 3 or 4 years ago, my blood pressure was pinging really high. And I went to my to my physician who I really like. He says, "Well, it's you know, you're getting to that age now, we got to put you on blood pressure medication." And I said, well, "I don't really want to do that. I don't want to get on blood pressure medication." I was doing Ironman triathlons at the time. I was fit, I was healthy, I was in good shape. But there was probably some changes. There were some changes in my diet that I could have made. But I said, before we do that, I want to see what the data really looks like. And at the time, I wore the 24-hour holster monitor thing, you know, that, that like, you can't sleep for, like, a day, but at least you're going to get what your readings are. And what it turned out is I had massive white coat syndrome. So my so it was sky high when I was in front of the doctor. It was normal the rest of the time. So, yeah, you know, end result is I'm not on blood pressure meds. And I changed my fitness regime to include a lot more less carbs in my diet, but also a lot more weightlifting, which quite frankly brought both sides of the blood pressure down another 10 points. Now I wouldn't, right now I'd be on blood pressure meds if I didn't seek to get that additional data. That's just one example. And I think what you're doing, t- tell me a little bit about what, what your company's doing in terms of bringing people in and what that workup can look like to really understand how your body is working at a very, very detailed level. And then what it looks like to implement some solutions in the future
3: hmm. Just prior, just before getting into that, what you just spoke to is how the system is created. And so it's created in that way. And so um, they're not using let's look at your Apple watch. I see you have an Apple watch on your arm. Let's look at that data. Oh, oh, your your heart rate is actually stable. So there's so many wearable technologies that at this time, the current state of our care system, you know, isn't able to bring in that data and then add context to the data.
2: You're reading something actually. If you, I don't wear an Apple Watch. What this thing is, and this is actually infuriating to me. that the FDA, want to approve this thing. This is Actia. This is a 24/7 blood pr- blood pressure monitoring device. It is u- used in the EU right now. They cannot get the CFO is a buddy or the chief medical officer, rather, is a, is a friend of mine. So he's got me on trial here in the United States on this thing. But this thing it shows really real time what 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 your blood pressure is doing, and it's not what's happening when I'm sitting when I'm sitting in the doctor's. But why would the FDA suppress this, but say, okay, let, let's put this guy on on a blood pressure medicine, Charlotte.
3: Yes, certainly. Um, I think their minds need to be opened um, to change. And really, that there is that paradigm shift. So of course, just like whether you're wearing the device you are or an Apple watch, the one time it rings off as high heart rate, you can say, oh, it's not reading properly because you know I have a sweater on and it's rubbing up against it. So it's all about context. It's giving you an alarm, but you're saying, oh, wait, no, That's actually not accurate, or yes they do. So you are educated in this way. And that's where I think we need to push healthcare away from the hospitals and the white coats to patients and that then they have a control over their destiny. So for yourself, you probably monitor that data and you know it's your knowledge because it's different than mine. And so what we do at Health Code Medical is very much that. So you come in for, we consider ourselves a lifetime program with an annual membership. We're still canceling time, but we are certainly seeing people that stay with us through the milestones of 10 days. And so what does that look like? So you are coming to us for a 2D medical, it's about a day and a half, um, and so we have a standardized piece that you would expect at other um, organizations in terms of the cancer screenings for aneurysms, cancers, aneurysms, cognitive decline, but we're then looking a really great physio on physical. But then we're overlaying a personalization. So maybe it's a woman going through menopause. Maybe it's somebody trying to lose weight. Maybe it's a gentleman that's like, I'm losing hair, I'm gaining weight around my midsection, and I have no libido. So each year, your goal or your area of focus may be different. And so we're providing a truly personalized experience. And on top of that personalized experience, also trying to deal with what you're coming with. If you weren't on antidepressants last year, why are you on the midsection? So, we're very much marrying the preventative early detection, which is the gold standard, we believe, and you need to make sure nothing's brewing. So, that's embedded in our standard piece. The second bucket is whether you're coming with, maybe you do have some underlying um, conditions to deal with. And the third thing is, oh, you know, what? I just really want to lose weight. I want to be able to get with my kids, but I have brain fog. I can barely get through my work day, let alone read story to my child. And so, let's look at that, like where, and it's all interconnected. And how we do this is because we engage international blood testing. So we believe in best in class. It's not necessarily the ones of people in our own country. The whole world is trying to solve these problems. So we're a platform. And we bring in, you know, testing that's been around for many years that people really trust. And, you know, that's what they want to stick with. But then there's some fantastic new age testing. So let's marry that together and look what the old and the new. Is. An imaging. Not just imaging that says, oh, we're not seeing anything scary such as cancer, but we also say, Brent, you have a great spine, really healthy knee joints, larger than life lungs, get on that football field. You know what? So we're also giving people the reassurance. So when you think of a risk standpoint, similar to finance, yeah, you can make that next investment. You got this. You're in safe. So we're um, very much approaching health as an asset class. So we're not just looking for scary things and bad things. We're also saying, oh wow, for your age, your body's actually 10 years younger on the inside. That may give you more confidence to actually take up heli skiing. And you know you feel safe being on somewhere where there may only be satellite phone because you know you have a good heart. So we take things one step further, not just do a medical saying, Oh, we see nothing bad. We're also saying good and then be able to fine-tune you to move forward. So what that looks like. Pack. we're putting on wearables uh, that would be unique to you maybe it's a continuous glucose monitor maybe it's an Oura ring we'd love if you were able to give us some access to that and then we'd have a team throughout the year to help you achieve your goals on your pace on your timing but you have a full medical team support
2: So what is that initial, you know, I I can imagine you get some people that are coming to you for the first time because they've got a a significant health issue, or maybe they're feeling like something's just not right. Mm
3: -hmm. Or you
2: could just have some people that said, you know what, like say in my case, I'm 50 years old now. I want to be great for another 30, 40 years. I want to get ahead of any issues that that nothing's really significant now, but I want to get ahead of any problems that might arise. What does that two-day workup look like? And how would that be different than me just going to my regular physician and saying, hey, you know, give me, a ma- give me my annual checkup and let me know if anything's wrong.
3: Right. So an annual checkup is a small slice of what we do. And so what we do is on such a comprehensive level, our ability to test the brain is the one organ that you can't transplant. So we're going to assess it. Brain processing speed, memory. We're looking at the from the inside, from an MRI standpoint, the volumetrics, the size of the brain, gray matter, no gray matter. What does that look like? And so our ability to test is beyond just having or going through the stations that's very standardized. So ours is just a very much a very different experience. And that's what it is. It's an experience. So you're coming to the destination, which is Vancouver, Canada. We're having a, um, about 70% of our clients are from the US and they're looking for something different. And so we are offering something different. Health is very personal. They're seeing their health transform. They're seeing those that transformation be sustained, and it's building momentum. And then they're bringing in their families, and they're telling their friends. And so it's um, this clinic came out of a need, and, um, and it's just wonderful that it's um, growing. We service clients uh, a lot, actually, on the East Coast, coming to us from New York. Yeah. And so we're, we're definitely seeing folks the effort. So once a year, you make that effort to come out to us, um, prior to coming out, we we ensure we are aligned on what your goals are. So we the right testing. You know, do you want to dip a toe into cancer screening? or do you want circulating cancer cells out of Germany to know if you have circulating cancer cells? We have that blood test. So we are alongside technology and blood testing advancements, We're not trailing behind. So each year you can expect different things in your assessment because we're constantly um, changing up and updating you successfully throughout the year because we can do those at-home blood tests to show that your health is transforming on the inside before you see it on the outside. We are also have a longevity coach, health coach, nutritionist, physician, nursing. And so they help you throughout the year. If you want to use, we blend very much. We are the the evidence-based practice between Eastern and Western medicine. So your traditional, here's a pill for something medicine, or let's cure you. There's many ways to heal. Maybe it's IV therapy, maybe it's red light, maybe it's um, hyperbaric, maybe it's exosomes or ozone, but those things are added on otherwise foundational.
2: You mentioned a couple couple of interesting things. First, you're in Canada and -hmm. you hear a number of people talk about, particularly around some stem cell treatments and some things, they might be going down to Panama City for that. They might be going to places in Mexico for that. They might be going to the EU for that. I want you to talk about some of the advantages of you being in Canada. And then the, the follow-up question to that is, you guys have a different medical system up in Canada than, than, uh, than we do in the United States. What, uh, I, I might be incorrect in terms of assessing it this way, but single payer, how do you guys navigate that environment up in being, being a Canadian company?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, so we are a private company um, that happens to be in a system that is a single payer system. And so if we have Canadians come here, they would be paying for it because it's private. They have a family physician and that works within the system. So if we detect, for example, cancer, we would pass that ball off to, the, to them and then give it to their GP. And then their GP can tell them what the options are in their local community. If they say, you know what, I actually want this dealt with now. And so what does that look like? Well, we work with oncologists with Canadian, American, and European licenses. And so they truly provide you an ability to explore your options. So is it MD Anderson, John Hopkins, is it Tel Aviv? So they're saying, we see a stage two prostate cancer. Here's, the, here's what's going on around the world. What, and as and oncologists, that you're fully informed of your options. And then they are making that phone call to the to your choice. And then ultimately you're paying at that site that you go to, but we are connecting dots to provide solutions. And so that's, um, we are biased towards any organization. And I think that's what gives us a wonderful freedom is um, we know those options for private are available in Canada. So really the whole world is our oyster and uh, we're really connecting um, connecting dots for individuals. Now, as for Americans coming up, yes. So um, aside from the significant savings, because I think it's 37 cents on the dollar right now is the exchange rate. So aside from the savings standpoint, um, you're also having in a different country and um, laws. The, the medical records thing um, in the country that the service is rendered. So you can certainly take those records back and share them with your, with your care team um, if you would like, or you could um, not do that. So some of our clients would just like to kind of see if something's going on, uh, but we'd really like to do that in a confidential way. And uh, you don't need to fly overseas. You can just pop up to Canada and then maybe see Whistler on the weekend. So um we certainly haven't had any trouble with individuals finding, you know, being able to come here to Vancouver. And it often, as they come year after year, they make a bit of a stay out of it. And beautiful uh, city, a beautiful summer. Who doesn't love the ocean? So um, we are. Um, and sorry, you asked one more question. I just. Um, yeah,
2: just what the you know because I've I've heard that several people, particularly Panama City, that seems to be a spot mm, that's okay. that's on the radar for you know, maybe you have a torn shoulder that's been acting up and giving you issues for years or a bad knee where there's been some stem cell therapies that, and I don't know the details of the what's and why's and how's, but can be administered down there, but can't happen in the United States. Can you speak to that a little bit?
3: Yes. So Canada and the state's similar in terms of each state is regulated differently. So there's certainly federal laws and then each state or province has its own set of laws. So we're navigating all of this. So if we say we believe that stem cells or exosomes or this alternative therapy would really help in your healing process, um, but it can't be done here in Canada, it can't be done in the states, we um, and individuals want to look beyond those borders. We do have some sites that we have um, we do recommend because we know where stem cells are coming from and we know the individuals that are um, administering treatment, and then we get the chart towards back and then we're able to check if it's actually effective. So. you have to be very careful when you're going to different countries for therapy um, to ensure that it is actually a product that is safe and where did it come from, as well as did it actually work? And so we were able to follow community care. We have a lot of clients, you know, California, there's a lot of great um, setups there that are doing things. And so we will make that up. We will, if they choose to go with the vendor that we've vetted, um, again, we don't get a kickback. We just know they do great things. And then we personally have seen their operations. So, if you choose to go with them, we give a handover so that when you're showing up, you're not saying, My name is Brent, I would like ozone therapy, and why am I here? We do all that for you. Um, and then in return, we hope to get those chart notes so that we can then see, Okay, keep this therapy done. Let's in three weeks do a blood test, we'll do this test, to see if it's working. Because whether it's time or money, if you have a lot of money, time is of the essence for you if you're a high level executive. But if you're somebody that's really giving up maybe a family vacation, to afford the membership, to get mom's health turned around, then it's money that's, you know, it's money that's really the the strain. So we want to ensure you're providing value for money, there's return on investment, and we approach things. It is a very individualized for each person, but so far we've been able to.
2: Can you speak a little bit to some of the treatments that you might be seeing now for people, and obviously we're not asking you to diagnose anything, but but uh, that may not have been widely known about or widely available five or 10 years ago. Uh, Just as an example, you know, I hear all the time about people taking different peptides. I didn't know what a peptide was until about two years ago. You know, can you just talk about some of the other trends that are happening within preventative care or within within functional medicine that that are on the radar that people are implementing now with success? Mm -hmm.
3: Yes, so you mentioned peptides, there's exosomes, some people are using stem cells. But it's always, where are these stem cells coming from? Is it a human placenta? Is it an animal? How are they being stored? So you have to be very careful. It's not because it's a, a new emerging field and not everybody um, follows the same standards. And so you have to ensure that it is cared for safely and what their practices are. So there's also a lot around ultrasound. And so ultrasound stimulating different cells to regrow. So there's so much help in medicine. Myself as a high-performance athlete, to have longevity in the sport. I have experienced it firsthand, and coming from the medical system, usually it is it is fusion of discs, it is casting, it is surgery, it is you know if you tear something as a high level athlete, whether you're a football player or a runner, you know it's strain and it's usually immobility and it takes it's a traditional method. Um, I've been a patient of some of these alternative treatments, and you know you you have to go in and you have to. Do your research, and we do the research here. Uh, we provide it. And if it's something you want, I can personally think it's very really healing and totally transformational to otherwise a no debilitating injury.
2: A question I have for you, just based on what you're seeing across your population, it seems like there's a lot more chronic illness, whether it's diabetes, obesity, mm-hmm. um, hypertension. It just seems like in our day and age, maybe we just know about it more because we have access to to better and more, more detailed information. But and, I, and my question is, is it the food we're eating is environmental? Are, first of all, are you seeing that as well? And mm-hmm. what do you think some of the root causes are be, behind what I would say is declining health? Because at least in the United States, for about five or six years, we've had, mm-hmm. we've had declining mortality rates. Even pre-COVID, the mortality rate mm-hmm. was going the wrong way.
3: Both sides of the border... Our wealth is increasing, our health is decreasing. And, uh, you know, we should have pride in our countries that we we live somewhere where there is freedom to access to things. But yet, why is the health of our nation going down? And We don't want this to be a continued trend for future generations. You're probably thinking of your kids and your kids' great kids. And so we definitely need to show- So we are not putting good food into our bodies. We are not moving. Movement is medicine. Our life has become more sedentary because all of a sudden we don't, you know, we are driving. We're not walking as much. There's so many technologies in place, that now Uber Eats, all you have to do is go off your couch and walk to the door. So even if you wanted to take out, you don't have to walk to go get it anymore. And so because of that, we're not moving our bodies. We need to move and we need to sweat. And sweating, it takes out those toxins. And so our body is meant to preserve and an incredible ecosystem. And that's why I often refer it to, you know, um, F1 car or a really high-level device, because people think, well, you put cheap gas in that. But what's it we're doing to our bodies? And so, you know, there's definitely different iterations that resonate with different people. But at the end of the day, it's what's it's movement is king food is queen movement is medicine and what's the movement that's going to bring you joy. So for me, you know, something more like an endurance sport brings me a lot of joy. I know I need to strengthen my body so I don't get injured. And so how can I find joy in strength training? Maybe it's pickleball, it's water skiing with your kids. Like what is the thing that you think of in 10 years? Like I, I still want to do this. So what is your purpose and your motivator? I, people are having kids later in life and because of that, they may have their finances in order, but you sure have to have your health in order to keep up with those little ones. You want to be there at their graduation and not there with a walker or a hearing aid and not fully engaged. And so because of that, you want to be able to live with your kids, fully en- engaged in their life and for them to be able to not think, oh, you don't want to hurt dad. And so because of that, you need to take care of your health and when we'll people to see that. What I'm doing is actually causing me harm. And so we help you to see that promised land. If you're not going to eat healthier, you need to take supplements. Your body is an ecosystem. It needs, it's a chain, it's a, it's reaction. So it needs those nutrients. We will give you supplements if you won't change your diet, but ultimately we'd love if you just change your diet, but sometimes it takes some time to, to make the changes. So we give you the pills. And then you say, I don't want to take supplements because I don't want to take 10 pills. My kids will think I look sick. Okay, well, we'll compound it. And it's a powder. So it looks like dad's taking this cool smoothie every morning, pouring it into his coffee. So that's another differentiator. It's our assessment of capabilities is truly unmatched and that personalization. But then now the path forward is also truly personalized for you. If you travel a lot, 10,000 steps a day is reasonable. Okay, so what can we do? Where is the quality, maybe not the quantity yet? So I don't know about you, I'm very busy. You're busy, the whole world's busy. So I want bang for back. So I am wearing, working at P4 to take the stairs. I wear a backpack, so it's weight-loading. So I'm getting my steps in everywhere, but quality of stairs is than quality of walking on flat ground. So it's strength training, it's stability, and it's steps. So yes, I compete at a high level, I was fortunate to win the Miami Half Marathon last year and um, came back the following year and was two minutes faster. I'm still running at a very high level, but my training looks different. I can't commit three to four hours a day and train with a national team. So I have to think how can I, how can I achieve my desired results while thinking about how I can embed training in all these different ways um, to still be able to tow that start line in the elite field and still be a contender for the podium.
2: Now, if somebody's listening to this conversation and it's and either they might have an issue that's impacting them or they might just want to get a checkup and see where their base Mm -hmm. levels are at. uh, How do they find you and how do they reach you and how would they engage you guys?
3: Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's just it. Some individuals think, you know what, I'm doing great. Let's just um, let's dial it in further Um, or they're in their 30s and they're thinking, well, like, let's just see Um, either they're wanting to be more proactive. So we service all ages. Um, and like I said, families. We have a kid and youth program as well. And so um, healthco.ca. You can also find me on LinkedIn, Lisa Brooking, and um, I'd love to connect and uh, see how we can help service serve your family and um, help you be the best version of yourself.
2: I think I think it's an important topic. I think that um, you know, again, it, it 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 really bothers me that I see at least you know, you go through the airports, you go around your neighborhoods, you even see people that you care about um and people as the trend is not going in the right direction and i think that people need to start questioning what some of the established narratives are about um you know taking control of their own health care and recognizing that you know you may not have that white coat you may not be a physician you might not have that, that level of training but you know what's happening in your body you know you can feel only you know what that feels like in your body and if things are not operating at the right time i mean i've heard over the last several years I don't know, you know, Brent, now you're 40. Things are going to be a little different. Now you're 45. You know, things mm-hmm. are going to be different. You're 50. Things are going to be different. And that's true. And I think that, you know, we need to value age more in our, in our society than we do. We are a society that values youth. But that doesn't mean you have to feel like garbage and you have to not take care of yourself and, and continually try to seek to be the best person you can be. And so companies like like uh, you know Code Medical and what you're doing, I think is fantastic because like almost with anything. The ability to gather data, make some of your own decisions, and have that autonomy over your own physical body, I think is is remarkably important. So I just want to thank you for spending some time with me today. Thank you for sharing your story. And I really encourage anybody listening to this uh, to reach out to you and learn more about what you do, because it's pretty incredible.
3: Well, thank you, Brent. And if I may leave your viewers with one last little message. Um, Yes. So when you think of yourself at 30, you were the energetic, no issues, No problems, but the new 30 actually has chronic diseases. They have, they're on antidepressants. There's cancers are starting younger and younger now. So because it's gone are the days where, oh, only grandpa gets cancer. Well, no, that's actually happening at a pretty young age now. And so very much you need to take ownership of it. You work very hard to get your kids into a great university. If they don't have health on their side, how are they really going to be able to enjoy that experience, play that sport, come up with that degree, start a family? so the, the trend for these chronic diseases and cancers are coming younger and younger alzheimer's is getting at a younger age it's not just 60 anymore. so the time is now it's not scary it's like let's just let's just deal with it let's work and we're here for you pulse code medical and thank you for having me yeah I
2: would add. when i was 30 years old my blood pressure was reading about 150 over 110 and I was I was nowhere near the physical shape that I'm in right now. So I think it's possible. It's not only possible, but it's it's not as difficult as people think to get in better shape as they get older.
3: Exactly.
1: Great conversation, guys. Really appreciate it. You know, Brent, I was listening to this and I was thinking as I was listening to y'all talk that so I, I don't know the exact number, but it's a staggering amount of money that is spent in the last twelve year twelve twelve months of people's lives the largest amount of expenditure that they're going to spend on money. So taking care of yourself now prevents a lot of expenses as you approach the end of your life. So, you know, it, it is, it is truly, as she would, as as Lisa would put it, well care (laughs) for, for yourself and your wallet, as a matter of fact. Well, the beginning
3: of the conversation was about the weather. So if you don't have health on your side, you're, falling and breaking that hip. You're getting that cold. Now you return from the business meeting and your whole family sick. This is not the last pandemic. This is not the last winter storm. You know, the world has been volatile. It's, it's going to continue to be volatile in order to weather the storm. You have to have health on your side.
2: Yeah, and I, I think gathering your data, I'm, I'm very passionate about this and I hope it comes across. Gathering your data, gathering what your baseline is. Um, again, I've got a lot of great friends that are doctors, but in the 1960s, they gave pregnant women thalidomide. Uh, earlier than that, George Washington died because they thought that bloodletting was a good idea. And so, you know, ideas of healthcare change, for sure, as, as the science and, and, and our, our knowledge base evolves. But I think that what you're doing is incredibly powerful because you're arming people with information and they're not going to blindly look at somebody in a white coat and say, well, this person obviously knows more than me. Because the answer is that they may not. They might. Well, they case. see you
3: once a year for five One minutes. Year. So exactly. how do they know that every morning you wake up and it's a struggle mentally and physically to get out of bed? Like they they don't have the time to have those conversations. They don't know you, but if they're connected to certain wearables and there's a whole team that's connecting in and we're doing this blood testing, they're able to see these tendencies. And so I think there's just like the future of health, actual health, is like, the next years is going to be just incredible. And I think we can really shift the dialogue to I think I think the be- whole health change.
2: It yeah. will be incredible provided it's democratized and provided that the control goes back to the individual and it mm-hmm. doesn't become collectivized. And I'm That's what our goal is.
3: Yes, that, it's that, that awesome everybody's,
2: everybody's footprint's a little bit different in terms of you know genes that, like we started this conversation, genes that may or may not be expressed and what you need to do to make sure that the ones you don't want to express are not expressed. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, Lisa, thank you very much. I know you're, you're heading to warmer climates in a couple of weeks and uh, mm-hmm. enjoy, good luck in the Miami half. I think you're going down there for that. And, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks so much for joining us again.
3: Oh, well, thank you. And nice to meet you, Bill. And this has been wonderful. Look forward to chatting with you guys again.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Lisa. And Brett, we know how to get all Lisa. For those who are listening to this conversation and Mike, want to have a further conversation with you. How did they get all to you?
2: Yeah, social media. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So if you just search me uh, on LinkedIn, I'll pop up. Uh, Number at the office is 602-255-0555. Either Andy or Kayla or Susan will pick up and they've got access to my schedule. Uh, Or go to our website, mpadvisorsaz.com. And that's got pretty much every conceivable way to connect with us on there as well. And love to, love to continue this conversation with anybody that was engaged by what we talked about today.
1: Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lisa. And thank you listeners for taking the time to listen to this podcast If you found this conversation interesting and you're not a subscriber, hit subscribe right out loud. It's the easiest thing you'll do all day long, and then you will never miss another episode of this podcast. On behalf of Brent and everybody at MP Advisors, I'm Brent's producer, Bill Tucker, wishing you a great day and reminding you of this simple fact. You can go out and make today a great day or not. It's your choice. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Smart Money Simplified podcast. Have any questions about topics covered during the show? Visit www.smartmoneysimplified.com or give us a call at 602-255-0555. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the hosts and or guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Raymond James Financial Services Incorporated. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service providers with any questions you may have regarding your individual situation. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services Incorporated, Member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors Incorporated, MP Advisors, LLC, is not a broker dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services.